0: Good evening everyone. This is Pastor Jennifer Blankenship with Renew Ministries here just to bring you another encouraging word tonight that the Lord has shared with me for you guys. I'm going to read a very well-known passage of scripture to you, 2 Chronicles 7, 14, and it reads, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. How many of you know tonight that there's so much going on in the world, so much that we see and so much that we're dealing with and we're crying out to God and we're saying, God, why won't you fix it? God, we need you to do this and we need you to do that. But how many of us know that we need to seek his face? We need to allow him to guide us, allow him to fix every situation. We need to move ourselves out of the way and allow God to to lead us and direct us. So many times that we look at situations going on in our lives and and we just want to put ourselves in the midst to fix it we're actually taking over god's job Um, we're actually pushing him off of what he's doing and saying god i can do a better job than you can and we need to realize that we can't do anything without the lord actually we need to let the lord do it for us and the Bible's telling us right here that we need to seek Him, we need to pray, we need to allow the Lord to fix our situations, allow the Lord to lead us, and He will heal our land. He will He will take care of those situations that we're facing in our everyday lives. It reminds me of the story of Lot. I know you're familiar um, with the story of Lot in the book of Genesis and um Actually, we're, we're going to go back a little ways and I'm not, I'm not going to read scripture to you. I just want to encourage you and, and, and share with you what the Lord has really impressed upon my heart tonight to encourage you in this day and time. And in the book of Genesis around the 13th chapter through about the 18th chapter, 19th chapter is the whole story of Lot and Abram, which becomes Abraham, um, and we see here that the Lord is is speaking to Abram, and and you know Abram and and Sarah go through their time of of wanting a child, and and all of these things, and um, that the Lord blesses them with, and things that they go through. And um, but something that caught my attention was when the Lord told Abram, he and Lot were were family, and and they they had all of their their livestock. Um, in the same area, and, and they begin to have issues, and and even though they were they were um, the family, and and they they were right there together. Sounds like us today. They started having issues. It, it became a power struggle of who had more, and and so Lot decides that that he's going to go off, and and he's going to go, and and he's going to find um, a place better to be, and and he goes off to Sodom. And that's where he ends up. And, and the Lord speaks to Abram and he tells him that um, if he will look around him, um, that everywhere he looks will be his. See, Abram was already so blessed. Abram had so much wealth. And the Lord told him, as far as you can look, either direction that is going to be yours for you and your generations to come. He had blessed Abram with all of this land that he could see. And we go on and and we see that they had went their separate ways and and I and I want to I want to mention that because so many times with our lives we question God and we say God why these people are so close to me or God why this is family God Why do I have to move? Why do I have to leave them? Why do I have to go on my own journey? But in this walk with the Lord, your journey is your personal walk, your journey, your calling, your, your direction, your, your guidance that the Lord's taking you, your, your path that the Lord's taking you on. That is for you. And you can't take everybody with you. You can't, you can't ask the Lord to, to make everybody be on that same path with you because everybody has their own path and everybody has their own direction. But a lot of times we want to hold on to each other. We don't want to, um, we actually hinder what the Lord is trying to do in our lives a lot of times because we don't want to release and we don't want to let go and we don't want to move on to where the Lord's sending us and what He's wanting us to do in our lives. So we see here that they separate and they go their separate ways. And, and the Lord proceeds to, to tell Lot, um, what he's going, or excuse me, tell Abraham what he's going to do. And, and he, he tells him, you know, this is what I'm going to do to Sodom. I'm going to destroy this city. It's so much evil there. Um, there, there's just so much going on there. There's nothing glorifying me there, and I'm going to destroy the city. And, and Abram he begins to to plead with God. He begins to um ask the Lord. He says, "Lord, will you, will you not spare the city? Lord, if you see any righteous there, will you not spare them?" He goes before the Lord and he says, "Lord, if you find 50 righteous, will you not spare them? Lord, if you find 44 righteous, will you not spare them? He says, "Lord, what what if you find what if you find 30 righteous, Lord, will you not spare them?" And the Lord tells him, Yes, he would spare them if he finds that many righteous. And he says, Lord, what about twenty righteous? Will you spare them? And and he says, Yes, I'll spare them. And he says, Lord, okay, well, what about 10 righteous? Will you spare them? And he says, Yes, I will spare them. And and he, he keeps telling the Lord as, as he proceeds to ask him each time. And and he'll he'll tell the Lord, um, don't be angry. But will you spare if there's righteous there? And the Lord would tell him yes. And and how many of you know that I'm sure by now Abraham's, he, he's, he's looking and, and saying, or by now Abraham, he's looking and he's saying, I know the Lord's gonna be upset with me for asking this over and over. How many times do we go before the Lord and, and, and think, man, I'm, I know the Lord's gonna be upset because I'm coming to him for this again. But he kept being persistent. He kept seeking the Lord, and he kept going before the Lord and saying, Lord, but if you find these righteous, will you not save it? And the Lord tells him yes, but how many of you know, I'm sure the Lord was tired of him asking, but the Lord was going to answer him. So many times we give up on going to the Lord because we think the Lord doesn't want to hear us anymore. We think the Lord is is tired of of having to deal with us, but how many of you know that that the Lord is going to be right there to answer us? He's going to be right there to take care of us and, and take care of the situations. We just got to allow him to work and, and seek him and pray and stay on our faces before God until we get an answer. Abraham, was, he, Abraham wasn't given up. He went before the Lord and he sought his answer and the Lord answered him. Righteous means morally right. It means to be right in moral standings. A righteous person not only follows the laws of their religion, but does the right thing for other people in love. Love is the foundation of our Christian walk. Righteousness is simply being righteous in the sense of being in right relations to others, being upright. It's one of the main attributes of God as shown to us through Job, who was perfect, the Bible says, in righteousness. As we see in, in Genesis, we go on and and the angel of the Lord comes and and he goes to Lot and he tells Lot. He he proceeds to to warn Lot and tell him that he's got to flee the city. And and he said, You can't Stay anywhere in the plains where you're at, and and that's where Lot wanted to be. That's where he left and went to, and the angel says, you've got to leave. You, you can't stay here in this area, and matter of fact, when you leave, you can't even look back. Don't even look back at where you're leaving. Don't even look back where you're coming from. You stay focused on where you're going, and you just leave. I need you to escape to the mountains. But Lot said, wait a minute. I'm not familiar with the mountains. Let, let me go over here to this little city. Let, let us just go right here to this city right here. Let, let, us, let us go right there. We'll be okay right there. Just get get us right there and we'll be fine. See, so many times we are so unfamiliar with the places God's sending us and the things He's telling us to do that we disregard it. Because We aren't sure what it is and we're not used to it, but that's where we've got to stand in faith. We've got to walk in faith and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and know that the Holy Spirit is leading and guiding us in our decisions, in in our, in our journeys. And Lot said, just let me go to this city. And the angel said, okay, the angel allowed him to go. And, and so lot, he went on to Zora and, and that's where he was going to be. And as we know, we go on through the story and that, you know, they were told not to look back, but his wife did. And she turned to a pillar of salt. Did you notice that when he was told not to look back where he came from? He was told also, don't go anywhere near where you came out of. See, God so many times is telling us, the Lord's saying, I'm bringing you out, but I don't need you to look back. I'm bringing you out, but I need you far away from what you're used to. I need you far away from all the distractions. I need you far away from all of the things I know is going to pull you back in, the things that's going to get you sidetracked and get you off focus, that's going to, blind you and, and and keep you from seeing your purpose that's going to distract you. But so many times we don't want to let go of those things just like Lot didn't. Lot didn't want to go too far. He would go away, but he couldn't go too far from what he knew. And so many times we miss what the Holy Spirit's leading us to do, what the Lord's telling us to do, because we're so afraid because it's different. It's uncomfortable and it's unfamiliar but we've got to learn to listen to the voice of the Lord and allow the Lord to lead us and allow the Lord to connect us where we need to be. See so he's, he's telling us you're still connected to all of the mess. You're still connected to all of the things that you don't need to be connected to. I'm trying to break free break you free from that. The Lord's saying I need you to leave it. I need you to break that connection. I need you to cut that t- cut that string to all those things that's holding you back those things that's got you blinded those things that's got you not focusing on my direction on where I'm leading you on what I want you to do on your calling on your purpose I need you to cut those ties I'm bringing you to a new place but I need you to break the connection to the old So that I can bring you into the new. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. He's telling us tonight that I'm ready to bring you to a new place, but I need you to be ready too. I need you to break those ties so that I can bring you from where you started to where I've got you going. I need to bring you to this new place, but I need you to break those ties in order to do it. I'm sending you where I want you to be. I'm sending you where you need to be, but I need you to break those ties. See, Abraham begins to plead with God for Sodom. He pleaded with him, but the Lord sent an angel to get Lot out of the way. And he did that, but Lot wouldn't listen. So Lot goes to the little city and he's out of Sodom. And the Lord tells Abram all of his what he's going to do and shares with him everything that he's going to do. And then the Lord destroys Sodom. In the process, Abram is his own way and Lot's in his own way. But the Lord never left. The Lord never left. The Lord was right there the whole time. In our last podcast, we talked about How the Lord is right there. How the Lord was right there to bring out Paul and Silas out of the jail. The Lord was right there. Right there in the midst to take care of Lot. To watch over him. If Lot, all he had to do was listen to the voice of the Lord. All he had to do was was do what the Lord was instructing him to do. But the Lord still honored His word, and He spared Lot's life, and He spared Lot's family's life, as He told Abraham He would. So Lot goes to the little city, and then the Lord says that He's going to destroy Sodom and all the plains. Well, the city that Lot went to was in the plains. So then, the instructions comes to Lot that he needs to leave. The city's going to be destroyed. So Lot finally goes to the mountain. He finally goes to the place the Lord told him to go the first time. How many times as believers do we have to be told over and over? How many times do we make decisions? The Lord tells us to do one thing. We do our own path. We work it out our own way. We put self in the midst of it and we do what self wants to do. And then after it doesn't work out, we say, okay, Lord, I'll do what you told me to do. And then we move. The Lord still honors that. But that keeps us from moving as quickly as the Lord desires us to. Lot still made it to where the Lord told him to go. But he had to go through to get there. He had to go through the disobedience to get there. He lost his wife. He had to go through all of these things to get to where God was sending him in the first place. We've got to stay focused. We've got to listen to the voice of the Lord. Know the voice of the Holy Spirit and allow it to lead and guide us. And when the Holy Spirit tells us something, when the Holy Spirit is leading us and talking to us, we've got to step out in faith to know that it's the Holy Spirit, to listen to the voice of the Lord, and to be obedient to that voice. Step out in faith in that unfamiliarity. Step out in faith in what doesn't seem very comfortable. Step out in faith into what we are unsure of. That is what faith is. The evidence of things not yet seen. We've got to know that the Lord is in control. We've gotta know and walk in that faith to know if the Lord tells us to go, that we'll go. If the Lord says, stay, we'll stay. If the Lord tells you, you don't need that job, you don't take it. If the Lord says, I don't need you to buy that car, you don't buy it. If the Lord says, I don't need you to date them, you don't date them. If the Lord says, I don't need you to do this, you don't do it. But if the Lord says, I need you to go do this, you step out in faith. You don't say, Lord, I can't. You say, yes, Lord, you'll make the provisions as I'm going there. It'll be taken care of once I get there. That's what walking in faith and is allowing the Lord to lead us is. That's what we need to step out in. That's what we need to walk in is allowing the Lord to lead us in every area of our lives. When we follow God's vision, he can bless us he can give us everything we need but when we do it our own way it brings me to to um, remembering how many of you have ever tried um, putting a uh, TV stand together or you order something that's that's all apart and you've got to put all the screws in it or or they come with those pegs and you've got to make sure the pegs are in the right places. And, you know, they each piece will have a sticker that's got A, B, C, D, and you've got to make sure you're putting it all together. But so many times we'll just throw the directions over to the side and we'll say, oh, I got this. This is easy. I I see what it looks like. It's fine. I can do this. And, And we get carried away. And we do it ourselves. And we don't follow the directions. And then when we get finished, we look down and we've got screws or pegs that's extra when we shouldn't have had an extra. And we think, okay, they must have given us extra, but there is no extra which means you didn't put it together right. So when you set it up and, and you're putting stuff on it, you notice it's wobbly and it shouldn't be. But that's because you didn't follow the instructions. See, you got it together. See, you put it together and it looks like it's supposed to. It appears the way it's supposed to look, but it's wobbly. That's the same way with light. See, light. he went to the little city. The Lord spared his life. But it was a little wobbly because, see, he didn't listen to the voice of the Lord. He didn't follow the instructions, and he didn't go exactly where the Lord told him to go up on the mountain. So many times we do that with our walk. So many times we do that with God's instructions. We'll do it a little bit. We'll say, God, I, I believe you're telling me to do this, but I, I think that it's okay for me to me to do this. Or I know you're telling me to go over here, but I, I think if, if I do this, it'll be okay. And, and we halfway listen to God's instructions. And just like that TV stand, when you don't follow the instructions to a T, it's gonna make you a little wobbly. It's gonna make you uneven. It's not gonna make you sturdy. I don't know about y'all tonight, but I want to be sturdy. I want to walk in that fullness. I want to walk in that stability. I want to know that I'm listening to the voice of the Lord. I want to know that God is leading me and that the directions he's sending me on that I'm following. Because I know the blessings that's going to come when I follow his instructions. I know the outcome. I know that it's going to be prosperous. I know that what he's doing for me, I'm going to look back and say, Lord, look where you brought me from and what you brought me to. I'm here to encourage you tonight. Stay focused on the Lord. Seek the Lord as 2 Chronicles tells us. If my people who are called by my name, will turn from their ways. Seek my face. Seek his face tonight. Seek his face. Seek the Lord in all things. Seek the Lord on your job. Seek the Lord in what's going on in the world. Seek the Lord when you see the news and you think it's wrong. Seek the Lord when you're walking in fear. Seek the Lord when you get angry with somebody. Seek the Lord when you see a Facebook post that you don't like, that you think is wrong instead of retaliating. Seek the Lord and He will, He will fix that situation. Allow the Lord to lead you. Allow the Lord to direct your steps. Allow the Lord to guide you on your path to what he has for you. I don't want to be prolonging my path and my journey. I don't want to prolong those elevations God's got for me. I want to be like Abraham. I want the Lord to say, look around you at all of this, the shores. This is what I've blessed you with. Let's be obedient to the Lord. Allow the Lord to guide us. Allow the Lord to move us into those places. Allow the Lord to take care of us. Allow the Lord to let us know where we need to be I'm here to encourage you tonight seek the Lord in all things seek the Lord in all things and he will bless you he will bring you through and he will move you into great things he's already got them lined up for you He's got everything great lined up for you already. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you. Listen to the voice of the Lord. Shut everything else out. Listen to the voice of the Lord and allow him to bring you out into a greater than where you came from. Cut those ties to where you're leaving. Cut those ties from old things. But those ties from voices pulling you back, voices going against what God's telling you. And allow the Lord to bring you into your greatness. This has been Pastor Jennifer Blankenship. And it has once again been a privilege to be with you tonight. Stay encouraged.